You're listening to Comedy Central. You know, this pandemic really has people thinking about different groups of people, from our essential workers to our healthcare providers. Yes, clap it up, give it up. But what about America's smallest minority? Affluent Americans. Because this virus affects rich people's bodies just as much as anyone else's. But thank God, rich people have one of the best antibodies around. Money! Wealthy escaping problem zones by chartering private jets, airlifting their entire families to a holiday home to, quote, sit it out. Folks who have second and third homes in West Palm Beach and uh, Nantucket, Cape Cod, Martha's Vineyard, and the Hamptons, certain grocery stores have been ransacked by the number of people flooding in. A rural county in Idaho that actually suddenly became a hotspot because it's a place where a lot of wealthy people have mm. second homes. Year-long Hamptons residents say the outbreak is leading to class warfare. It's just so good for them. That's awesome. Look, I'm not hating. I'm not. I'm just saying if you have enough money to go to your second, third, fourth home, at least let me quarantine in your first home. I should be laying by a pool instead of laying in front of the bathroom door while my roommate takes an hour long shower. Dan, are you done yet? Dan, your date can't smell you over Zoom. Dan. Dan, But spending your quarantine in your vacation home is just for poor rich people. Mega rich people. <laughs> Run from Corona and the medical equipment runs with them. The luxury hotel company in Switzerland is now offering a COVID-19 hotel stay that can include a $500 coronavirus test. High-end clients called saying they wanted to wait out the shelter-in-place orders somewhere upscale and say they'd prefer to have medical care come to them. Concierge doctors who cater to rich people and celebrities have been selling tests to patients and their families even when they weren't showing symptoms. Only 1% of the population of Florida has been tested for coronavirus, but 100% of the residents of Fisher Island off Miami have gotten the antibody test. Now the residents purchased 1,800 test kits for the island's 800 families, as well as for their housekeepers. The island is only accessible by boat and has an average income of two and a half million dollars. Okay, okay, first of all, why are rich people still allowed to have private islands? Did we learn nothing from Jeffrey Epstein? The takeaway here is that money buys you access, whether it's to testing, to government relief, or to an eBay auction of that peach that Timothy Chalamet gist into and to call me by your name. I was so close to getting that peach, but the state of Georgia swooped in last minute because they wanted to make it their mascot. But honestly, having an island full of tests is only impressive if you're mega rich. If you're ultra rich, the coronavirus is just like anything else in your life. <laughs> Dope as f Billionaire David Geffen is currently floating on the waters off the coast of the Caribbean on a $590 million super yacht. Fears about the coronavirus are boosting the market for luxurious underground bunkers, offering the rich and famous a place to ride out a pandemic with stockpiled food, blast-proof doors, escape helicopters. Wow. Oh my God, they got a luxury bunker with an escape helicopter. I didn't even know that was a type of helicopter. 
I thought that helicopters only came in sightseeing, emergency, and bachelorette date. And look, I don't care how nice they are. Luxury and bunker should not be next to each other. That's like chic jorts. Which actually, now that I say, might be kind of a look. Okay, yeah, and sold. Okay, so yes, the rich are living a different quarantine life than us, sure, but I'm not mad because they're finally figuring out that they need us more than we need them. They can't survive without their housekeepers, their drivers, their cooks, their nannies. They can't even vacuum. They don't even know how to use the dishwasher and all you have to do is just put the little kerplunky thingy in it and close it. Just look at the real housewife who tried to clean her own toilet. And by clean, I mean contaminate. Second toilet, mom. You got this. No, it's my third toilet. <laughs> Damn! She's wiping down the toilet with the same brush she used to wash the bowl. Corona is the last infection that she needs to worry about. She looks like Donald Trump trying to give a woman a real orgasm. It's like, clearly you have not done this before. But I think we can all learn a very important lesson from this. A lot of people are seeing how well the affluent are doing during this crisis. And they're saying stuff like, OVERTHROW THE 1%! Or SOCIALISM NOW! Or EAT THE RICH! But remember, before you eat the rich, wash them off first because damn, oh look, that shit is nasty! With a vaccine still about a year away, medical experts are looking at other ways to treat COVID-19 patients. And there's one thing right now that seems to be working. Convalescent plasma? Convalescent plasma. Convalescent plasma? Plasma? Actually, the plasma of recovered COVID patients, it's the one thing right now more valuable than toilet paper. If you've recovered from COVID-19, doctors want your blood. So I sat down with two people who might be able to help. Do you do you still have COVID or like, how does that work? <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I, I was cleared. I, I've been without symptoms for about 30 or 30 some days now. So I've been symptom free from coronavirus for about three weeks and then basically recovered. So can you explain to me what convalescent plasma treatment is? Yeah, that's where people donate plasma to get people better. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. That's the therapy that Madonna uses on her face where she takes the blood of her 20-year-old lovers to look younger. Okay. Uh, so it's not exactly that, but what happens is people who have coronavirus, their immune systems develop antibodies against the virus, and the treatment gives those antibodies to people who are dying from the disease so that the antibodies can fight the virus for them so they recover more quickly. Wow, that that's really dope that you donated plasma and took time to think about other people during a pandemic. That's pretty laudable. We didn't. Yes, it's not quite that easy. Well, why is that? Uh, I'm gay. I'm gay too, and the FDA says that we are not allowed to donate blood. So you can't donate blood because you're gay? Pretty much. Oh, shit. Mm, here we go. Back in 1983, the FDA banned gay men from donating blood. This was during the AIDS crisis, which was another disease that the government didn't do shit about until it was far too late. In 2015, that ban was lifted. But if a gay man wanted to donate blood, he just couldn't have sex for 12 months. <laughs> That's some straight up Mike Pence shit right there. But now, in the middle of this pandemic, the FDA relaxed their bullshit policy to three months of abstinence. That's like an entire cuffing season. Like, where are you going to find a man who hasn't had sex in three months? So I'm actually eligible to donate 
for the first time since I was 18. Oh, boom! So after a few rounds of screenings, I was given an appointment to donate. So what are gay blood drives like now? Like, is everybody on Molly and listening to the new Dua Lipa album? Yeah, it wasn't quite like that. Um, After I arrived and was preparing to donate through the New York Blood Center, they asked me why I hadn't donated since I was 18. I volunteered I was gay. And that's when they told me they're not yet recognizing the new relaxed deferral. And so they weren't willing to accept my donation. Wow. They are making it really hard for you guys. You know, if you want them to take your blood, you can't just reveal that you're gay. You're going to have to pass as a straight guy. What do straight people look like? Okay, so first, Lucas, let's take a look at your outfit. I'm going to need you to stand up and twirl around, not twirl, spin, spin around. Okay, okay, so got, I've got this. Okay, is this your straightest outfit right now? Your look should kind of say, I'm looking for a girlfriend to shop for me because I can't shop for myself. That should. Oh, also, do you have any clothes that your mom bought you? No, no, I don't. No? No. Plaid? Do you have any plaid? Any plaid? More plaid? Yeah. No plaid? Yeah, but it's really cute. It's like, it's, it fits uh, like exactly. No, no. Yeah. How about any boot cut jeans? Uh, no, I mean straight cut. Do you have any shoes that look like they're too casual for formal events and then too formal for casual events? And they're scuffed up and they look like they're the only shoes that you've owned for the past decade. Yeah, never mind, Lucas, never mind. You can just, you can have a seat. You can have a seat. Let me hear you say, just say bro. Like if I say, take my blood, brah. Brah. And there it is. Wow, I'm there. SoCal, skater, you know, 90. I'm there and I'm sold. I believe it. Yeah, the thing is we shouldn't have to pass as straight. Right. What do you mean, Jack? So being gay or bisexual isn't a real risk factor for HIV. Say you have a straight man who's had sex with 100 women in the past month and never used a condom. That person can still donate blood. But if there is a gay man who's been having sex with his husband and wearing condoms consistently, that person can't. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, we need science and not stigma to make decisions about donor eligibility. The FDA is sending this message again that... If you're gay, the only way that you can be a good, clean, charitable person, the kind of person who donates blood, is if you don't have sex. So until the FDA comes around, we'll just have to keep our fine, fabulous blood all to ourselves. Times right now are terrifying. That's why I spoke to my cousin, who spoke to his mom, who spoke to her sister, who's actually my mom, about a doctor who is an expert in corona and has a vaccine. But more importantly, he looks the part. Bow tie, glasses, he owns books. If this were science Tinder, I'd be swiping right. Okay, Pete the Duck. How about Peter or Dr. Hotels? Okay, so Dr. Bowtie, how long have you been working on the vaccine for the coronavirus? Actually, for the last decade, we've had a coronavirus vaccine program, and up until... Uh, okay, hold on, wait. We've known about this shit for 10 years? Oh my God, I almost fainted. Oh my God, Dr. Pete. Well, actually, much longer than that, the first terrible pandemic, uh, or massive epidemic of our coronavirus started in 2003. You knew about this shit when I was nine? Yeah, and up until 
a few months ago, nobody cared about our coronavirus vaccine program. And now we're working furiously to get this vaccine and hope we can make a difference in this epidemic. Turns out they were close to a cure in 2018, but then were denied funding. The bottom line is, had we had those investments early on uh, to carry this all the way through clinical trials years ago, we could have had a vaccine ready to go. But right now, I'm more concerned about the health of my new best friend and mankind's last hope. Okay, so Dr. Hotez, you know, since you are old, what are you doing to protect yourself from the virus since that, as an older person, you're way more affected than a young person like me? There's a kind of a false narrative about this virus that it was mostly a, a disease and virus of older people. Right. But the new numbers coming out of the Centers for Disease Control show that a quarter of those hospitalized are people between the ages of around 20 and 40. Uh, hello? Are you still there? You look, fro you look a bit frozen. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. It's just you said over 20? You said people over 20. Well, I said people between the ages of 20 and 40, 20 and 44. Yeah. Okay. So the bottom line is, you know, this, this business that you only social distance to protect your grandparents, it doesn't fly. You're social distancing to protect yourself and your friends. Oh, you guys, this was my weekend. Oh my God, Dr. Potes, please. You know, I went to the Apple store last week and I touched every single iPad that they had on display. Oh my God, are you? I went to these Brooklyn cough parties. Have you ever heard of this? It doesn't sound good. You go and then you cough into each other's mouths and it's like a sort of spiritual, sort of tantric sort of thing. And sometimes it's just marijuana, but sometimes it's not. Don't do that again. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to be indestructible. <sighs> so where's this vaccine? Well, right now, uh, the vaccine is in our lab, and we're trying to work with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and see if we can start some clinical trials. Woo! <laughs> we got it, baby! <laughs> so what's this? This is going to drop, like, Friday, what, like, Sunday? What, what are we doing? Come on, we got the care. <laughs> well, here's some, here's some bad news. This what? Is, it's going to take time to test because you have to go through a long period of testing to make sure that not only does it work, but that it's also safe. Okay, so so how long will that take? Well, the the models say we really need to have something by 18 months. 18 months? We have the vaccine manufactured, we have to vial it, we have to now start the long process of clinical trials. Okay, we 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 don't we don't have time for these trials, Dr. Peter. They have postponed the second season of Euphoria. And I only have five rolls of toilet paper left. No, I'm not going to waste my youth waiting. There has got to be a DIY vaccine that could be created using everyday household items. I also have these crystals. Oh, the crystals, those, those definitely work. So <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was joking about the crystals. They don't work either. So can you tell me literally one good piece of news? I, I'm happy to. And the... And the and the answer is, this will pass. The key right now is practicing that social distancing, and it'll be okay. Um, hey, uh, I heard there's a doc who has a vaccine. What? How did you? I didn't even get my hands on that vaccine. 
How did you guys get in here? Doctor, shouldn't Costa get first dibs? I need a huh? vaccination. Whoa, if anyone deserves a vaccine, everyone, get off. This is my interview. Go. Leave. Whatever. Where do I get I this vaccination? I will give you a lifetime supply of protein. Hit me! Hit me! Hit me! Hit Okay, guys. Uh, you got a vaccine cough. Michael. So many people are joining the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, including white people, which I think is ironic considering how quickly white people get onto black trends. Like, why didn't this happen earlier? Yes. Go off, Jabuki. What's important, though, is that we're finally all on the same page. We're fighting to end police brutality and end systemic racism. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. And now that we're all on the same page, we just can focus on making sure that everybody is taking action, you know, effective action, not just black squares on Instagram. I couldn't agree more, Jabuki. Posting a black square on Instagram does nothing. That's why I tattooed a black square onto my body. That's commitment. Why does that look like you're covering up a worse tattoo? It, it's like a third nipple, actually, that I'm covering. But, but look, I'll be tattooing a black square on my body until we dismantle racism in this country or I run out of skin, whatever comes first. Okay, well, you're probably going to run out of skin first, uh, and then you'll just be in permanent blackface. Blackface? Shit. Why does everything I always do end up in blackface? Look, look, forget the black square. What's important is to remind people there's still a lot you can do to help. Exactly, like protesting, donating, volunteering for campaigns. Watching The Help every day, listening to Ja Rule, text messaging your black friend, we good? Which, by the way, Jabuki, we good? No, no, mm -mm. not if that's all that you're doing, no. It, it's not, I'm doing more. I made a celebrity style video to show everybody how committed I am. Check, take a look at this. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Le vie de noir compte. <laughs> uh, your spirit is in the right place, but you know that there's a difference between symbols and nice gestures and stuff like that and then actual change and action. You know that, right? I know about change. Yeah? I'm all about change. You remember this guy? Yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, Walter. It's not Walter. I changed his name. His new name is Racism is Bad. Isn't that right? Oh, I love you so much. Racism is bad. Oh, my God. See? Okay. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, what is it going to take for white people to just genuinely want action or change? Or, or wait, hey, yeah. Costa, did you know the cops kill hundreds of dogs every year? What? Yes, and you know what? Most of them, unarmed. Well, we gotta defund the police then. All right. Yeah. That's not even enough. We got to abolish the police. 100%. That. We got to dismantle the entire military industrial complex. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I just donated all my money to the NAACP. Why are we still sitting here? See, I don't even know. I don't we need know. to get out to the streets. Racism is bad. We're all going right, to Washington. Right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Okay. God. I knew that would work.
I just wanted to call in and check with you and see how you've been handling quarantine so far, man. Bro, I am so bored, Trevor. I'm so bored. I beat all my video games. I just like solved a jigsaw puzzle. I also sexed everybody in my contact. So out of thirst traps now. And I watched everything on Netflix, man. Everything. Oh, well, I mean, if you run out of things on your queue, I could actually recommend a few shows that are really good right now. No, dude. I mean, I watched all the shows. I finished Netflix. The entire thing. Wait, you finished Netflix? Chibuki, there's like, there's like a million shows on Netflix. Yeah, more like 125 million. But the last 10 million go by really fast, actually. It was like super quick. I barely noticed. Okay, I'm, I'm fascinated. Like, so what happens when you get to the end of Netflix? Oh my God, Trevor, it's beautiful. You just finish and then there's this like bright light that's pulling you. And you just feel this sense of calm just wash over you. And then all of a sudden, this guy appears and boom, it's the CEO of Netflix. And you get your own TV show. <laughs> so good. All right, dude, I think you've been in quarantine for too long. Like... If Netflix is done, you know you can just watch other platforms, right? Yeah, I know. I finished all those, too. I did a Hulu, Apple, Crackle, Acorn, Quibi, Tubby, Mubby, Squirkbox, No Sam. Nope. No Sam? Yeah. What's No Sam? Okay, so it's basically just every movie that doesn't have Samuel L. Jackson. Damn, Jabuki. I feel like you're scraping the bottom of the barrel, man. Why don't you just read a book? Yeah, man. I was about to get that desperate, but then I had a great idea. How about watch all the TV shows backwards? Everything becomes an entirely new story. Like, listen, like Breaking Bad is actually a story about a drug dealer who reforms himself and then becomes a high school teacher and then gets cured of his cancer. And then Law and Order is a TV show about anarchist cops that free prisoners. Game of Thrones, that's this really epic tale about this terrible show that just gets better as it keeps going it's uh, trevor you gotta try it you have to try it wow i i guess i gotta give it a try you you, you make it sound really good yeah man you gotta try it you gotta try it all right well i, I gotta go because I, I gotta get back to making this show though so um have fun man oh yeah all right talk to you later trevor <laughs> merry christmas well I, actually it's it's april you know what never mind merry christmas Jabuki. Right. see you the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 